Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Welcome back to the Hair Goals Podcast, brought to you by Salt Society. Uh, I'm Sarah Fasolo, the marketing manager and marketing coach for Salt Society, and also your host on today's episode. Um, So at Salt Society, our mission has always been to bring positivity to the industry and uplift other artists and educators on our platforms. Um, So today, I'm super excited to introduce and interview our lovely guest, Brie, Instagram strategist and owner of The Secrets to Social Media. Um, So hi, Brie. So good to have you on Hair Goals today. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. I've been looking forward to being on the podcast and recording or just like connecting for such a long time. And I'm excited to dive into things. Yeah, we're so glad to have you. Um, So Brie and I met surprisingly through social media (laughs) and realized that we um, have the very similar goal of helping hair industry professionals market themselves and their businesses through social media. Um, So now I don't have the background in hair or in the beauty industry. Um, I strictly have a business and marketing background, but Brie, you do have a background in the hair industry, which I think is such an amazing asset and viewpoint to have in terms of educating other industry professionals um, how to market their businesses and themselves as stylists. Um, So you've also changed the course of your career a couple times while still staying in the industry, which is also so amazing. So if you wouldn't mind, I'd love um, if you could kind of share your story with us and how it led you to where you are in your career now. That's such, um, I, I'm really excited to dive into this because I feel like there's so many different roads and avenues you can go down in this industry and so many of us feel stuck. And I know that I felt stuck when I was behind the chair five years ago and that's kind of how it brought me to today to coaching hairstylists on social media and Instagram specifically. But to kind of backtrack, how it all started for me is that I came from a family that was really passionate about school and the whole college thing for, so going to beauty school was like completely not accepted, which I find that it's for so many people. Like I know I'm not the only one who felt that way, but so I felt pressure to go and do the college thing. And I started off at school and after going a year, I felt like this isn't what I want to do. And so I ended up pivoting and I went to beauty school and I was working three jobs and going to beauty school. And I, was grinding it out and I loved doing hair and was so passionate about the industry because of the impact I could make on people's lives. But slowly as I was working behind the chair and grew my career um, and I had an associate, I realized that what I was really passionate about was actually coaching people and helping people grow. And so many of my conversations with my guests were so focused on 
like coaching them through their life or money or just so many different things. Um, and I saw the value in that. So I became an educator for a brand and I taught all over the US and Canada. And I got the title international educator, but I actually only went to Canada once, <laughs> but I still say international educator because it sounds cool. Um, <laughs> and then after that, what I ended up doing was I was like, wow, I'm really good at this coaching and teaching thing, but I don't have any skill. Like, what can I actually coach hairstylists to do? I don't know. I just know that I want to empower people to make more money behind the chair and not have to feel the stress that I did. And that was really at the time that Instagram started taking off. So I was in this salon and I was faced with this situation that I either use social media to grow my business and take the risk of going to another salon and losing my clientele and a paycheck. And I didn't feel secure in social media in order to do that. I wasn't ready to make that risk and take that leap of faith. Um, and the other option was go the corporate route and find a job that was still in the professional industry and work for a hair care brand on that end. So that's what I ended up doing. And I started off in sales and I, the first job that I got outside of the salon, I was only 20 and I had like over 30 employees. It was so out of my comfort zone. And then fast forward to now, I've worked for a few different professional hair care brands in marketing and sales and education. And now I get to work back with hairstylists again on coaching them on how to do the thing I didn't know how to do. And if I had the skills I have now, I would probably still be behind the chair. That's so interesting that you say that. It's it's crazy how sometimes it takes, you know, going through something yourself and coming out on the other side to realize like, oh, well, one, I'm not the only one who's going through this. And two, like I can actually take what I've learned through my experiences and share it with other people. Because I feel like in the hair industry, it can be so competitive and I think it's so amazing that there are people out there like you and other independent educators that find so much joy in sharing their knowledge. And be, because, and you and I have talked about this before too, like there's enough butts to like sit in everybody's chair, like in, in everybody's salon and everyone's seat. And so why not like share the wealth of your information with others to help them, you know, grow and succeed because you were in that position at one time. And I'm sure that you wish that you had someone to coach you through all of the things that you were struggling with um, when you were behind the chair. So yeah, I, and it was, you. it was kind of like a make it or break it kind of thing. So I just had to fake it and pretend like I was new, knew, knew what I was doing until I actually did. And, you know, I always said though, it's okay to share the tools in my toolbox. Like that doesn't make my toolbox any smaller. It just helps yours grow. So yeah. I just think we really need to step away from that stigma and that perspective that everyone is our competition. Like we are our own competition and we can all win. Absolutely. So in terms of, you know, pivoting your career a couple different times, you know, how did you find like the inner bravery to do so like what were those emotions and feelings that you kind of went through throughout this process you know I know we had talked about how you um you know moved across the country at one point for your job and now you're kind of, you and your family moved back home so like how has that whole process been because I feel like so many stylists are you know feel like they're like stuck in this one box like I went to 
cosmetology school, I can only be a hairstylist, but you've been able to pivot your career and still stay in the same, in, in the beauty industry. So, you know, how was that process for you? And maybe what guidance could you give other stylists who are like considering doing that themselves? Yeah. I mean, for me, it all boils down to happiness and how you feel in your gut. And I just firmly believe that if you want something, you can do it and you can make it happen, but you have to figure out how to get there. And for me, I knew that I didn't want to work for anyone else. I wanted to work for me and I wanted to do what I was passionate about. So in order to get there, I knew that like I had to take that leap of faith and leave the salon because I couldn't stay in a toxic environment any longer. So I just felt so pulled to do something different. I couldn't go another day with waking up feeling like I hated my life. And that's how I felt is I hated going to the salon every single day. And the second I put in my resignation and quit and said, I'm moving across the country and doing something completely different. It was the scariest thing. And I felt like I couldn't breathe. And like my throat was just closing and I can almost feel that right now. Cause it was so scary. But the second I did, I just felt this release of pressure from my shoulders. Like literally I felt like, like I was no longer weighed down by other people. And I ended up, you know, moving across the country a couple of weeks later and starting a completely new job and something I've never done. And the thing that I've always remembered is just, if I'm not happy, I have the power to change that. And that goes with anything, whether you're in the salon, in your personal life, we have control and we always have to remember that and replay the patterns that are going through your head. Like if you are sitting in unhappiness, what is happening in your life to make you feel that way? And that for me was the really big shift in the change that I realized was like, I don't have to listen to this person complain every single day. Like I can take myself out of that toxic situation. Um, and that's really, I think, brought me throughout my journey is that I always believe that there's something bigger and better for me if I'm not happy now, that it doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. Well, that's amazing. And it takes a really brave person to do that. So I, I commend you and anybody who's ever made, you know, a career shift, regardless of if it's in the same industry or not. And I think it's just such an important message to share with industry professionals, because like I said, I feel like sometimes you can just feel stuck in something or situation, and maybe it's because of a financial situation or, you know, whatever mindset that you have around it. But I think it's just important to share, you know, the stories of, you know, other educators like you, or, you know, even Jamie, or, you know, we have our personal development educator, Christine, who have originally all started behind the chair in, you know, a very similar career path, and now have all branched out into, you know, helping people. And maybe it's not helping people or teaching that you're being called to do, but whatever it is, it's, it's good to know that you can do it as long as you just kind of find that bravery inside you and, and shift your mindset and just kind of go for it. Uh, And the way I look at it is like, you just have to go for it. We all start from somewhere. Jamie started from somewhere. I start from somewhere. Everyone does. You just have to do it. And that goes exactly into social media too. It's like no one gains a million followers overnight or brand partnerships. Like you just have to do it. Right. Right. So with that said, um, when you're bringing up social media, so how are you helping people now through your platform? How are you coaching people? Um, 
you know, in terms of social media marketing? Well, literally I do um, strategy sessions and one-on-one 12 week coaching, but it's so much more than that beyond the like literal services that I provide. I really help people shift their mindset on social media because I just believe so firmly that this is a social platform that doesn't have to bring us down and feel like a black hole of negative energy. It can be a positive place and you're in control. You control your feed and that's the biggest thing that I work with people on is learning to find that positivity and joy in Instagram and strategizing it to make it work for their life. Like if posting every single day doesn't work for you, but someone told you you had to, guess what? You don't have to. What you do have to do is find a strategy that actually works for you. And when I say strategy, I mean engagement strategies and finding your dream client. So frequently we think of Instagram as being a place that you know, boosts our ego or we, we feel good that a bunch of people liked our picture and we forget that it's actually about the connection and that behind every single account, there's a real person there. Um, and if there's bots on your account, then remove them and actually engage with those real people because it's all about connection at the end of the day. That's what this industry about is about. That's what you do behind the chair is connection. And you have to look at social media as being the same way as building that connection with the audience that you want to have in your chair. Yeah, absolutely. I can't tell you the amount of times that, you know, we've sat in and taught social media classes here and students have said, well, you know, I just want to learn how to gain more followers. And it's like, but even if you had 20,000 followers, are those 20,000 people paying clients that are sitting in your chair? Probably not. So how do you like hone in on those specific people who are going to connect with you and actually sit in your chair and actually convert to paying clients and clients that are going to, you know, you're going to build a relationship and are going to stay with you for years and years and years because they love you so much. So I think, I mean, that's a great tip. Would you say that's probably like the biggest tip that you have for people is just like really focusing on that connection aspect of social media? Yeah. I mean, it's really the simple things. It is about that connection. And going back to what you said, like people just say, okay, how can I get a thousand followers or how can I get more likes and more engagement? And the thing you want to ask yourself is why? Like when I have strategy sessions, I just find myself saying why so frequently so we can get to the root of what's really the why do you, is it the why? Because you want brand partnerships and that's why you want more followers because you think that that will help you gain those partnerships. Do you want more followers because you think that that's going to help your business grow behind the chair? Um, Do you want more followers just to help your ego? Like, what is it? What is the why behind it? And when you figure that out, the bottom line is in order to make that happen is you need to increase your engagement and genuinely connect with the right people. Right. Well, I think that's a great a great tip, Brie, and I know that you have so much more to educate and offer people on um, within, you know, your own business and the own, your own courses and, and mentorships and coaching that you offer. Um, so to end all of this, um, is there anything else that you'd like to, you know, share with the Salt Society community about, you know, what you offer, where they can find you? Yeah, definitely. Um, Come join me on Instagram at secrets to social media. You can find me at the secrets to social media.com as well. And come join me and say, Hey, I send a DM to all my new followers because again, it's a social platform. Like I actually want to get to know you. I don't think it's about the quantity. I think it's about the quality of those relationships. So I'm super excited to 
you know, help you shift that mindset and stop feeling bad and stressing out about social media and actually start embracing it. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for coming on here today, Brie. I'm so excited that we, you know, connected through social media because we actually use it for social networking <laughs> and talking. Um, and I'm also just really happy that we were able to connect here on the podcast as well. So um, I will make sure that all of Brie's offering, um, offerings and links are in our show notes for you to check out. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you back here next week for another episode of hair goals. So thanks so much. Bye, Brie. Bye. Thank you.